You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's September 18th, 2015. Today's episode, the former ACOG chief recalls the emotional day when Atlanta won the Olympics. Friday marks the 25th anniversary of the city of Atlanta winning the 1996 Summer Games. On September 18, 1990, then IOC President Juan Antonio Samaranch announced Atlanta as the host of the Games during the IOC session in Tokyo. Around the Rings editor Ed Hula spoke with former ACOG President Billy Payne about the day that Atlanta won the Olympic Games. Both Hula and Payne say that September 18, 1990 was life-changing for all those involved in Atlanta's Olympic aspirations. I wanted to talk with you about the experience of September 18th, 1990. Sure. A, 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 incredible day. It was a, a life-changing day for uh-huh. for me, for you. So many people. For so, so many, many people. people. But yeah. for you, w- w- it was was an incredible day. It was indeed. And I think I've said, um, you know, the effort, as you recall, um, was so intense, so nonstop, for what uh, I guess three years approximately, including the domestic effort, that I re- I've told people before that I remember waiting for the announcement and I was so fatigued, so emotionally and mentally drained. We're sitting there waiting for the President Samaranch to announce the winner, <laughs> and the only thought that I really had was. You know, just say, just get it over with. Just say, just say anybody. You know, just get it over with. This needs to, this needs to come to an end because we were, you know, we were, we were exhausted. Um, you know, to the point of, you know, just you, you saw us, physical and mental, and we all looked like we hadn't slept in, you know, months. How could you sleep so, the night before this final presentation? You know, with. I felt uh, that's a good point, and you know this because you speak a lot. To some degree, when you do a lot of public speaking, it becomes kind of what you do. It's like your job, and you are able to to block out all of the distractions and to to be most focused on, I used to say, communicating in words what you feel in your heart. And it becomes it becomes what you do, and suppresses and overwhelms all of the other distractions that are out there. And so Andy's able to do that. He taught me how to do that. And so you know, it's like I got to do my job, and then I can fall apart. <laughs> well, as I remember, after your presentation, you almost looked like you had tears in your eyes. It was a very emotional. It was. Oh, it was. I mean, you know, it, it, you know, the thought occurred to me that, um, you know, I guess in in the in the basic sense, you know, I had uh, led everybody to that point, and as a consequence, their hopes and dreams were my hopes and dreams, and I didn't want to let them down, and I definitely felt that burden. I mean, overwhelmingly so. And so, you know, we had a good result, and um, but it could have gone the other way, you know. And I don't, you know, I guess the real, the, the true test of a man is how do you handle? What if it had gone the other way? How do you handle the adversity? You know, I, I don't know, but it would have been, uh, you know, you just don't want to let people down who have followed you along a wonderful path. So there you are, about seven in the evening, 
mm-hmm. and you are exhausted, you are spent, you don't know. You're saying Completely. just 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 say some some city's just, name. Just say something, please. And just, he said, please let let this be over. <laughs> and he said he said Atlanta. Oh God! And it wasn't over. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. And um, you know, I I wish I could remember my exact thought. I've seen the video where I jump up like everybody, everybody hugs everybody, but. I, I, I do not re, I do not recall my specific thought, but I would be willing to bet it had more to do with it's finally over than it did what he said. I mean, I, we were that much to the point of total physical and emotional exhaustion. And do you think the reason Atlanta won was because of people? 100%. I think um, I remember specifically. And I think I've told you this when you know when we had our our group. You know, we had our five or six people that we counted on to travel around the world. You know, you know them as well as I do. And I remember, I can remember the day I told them. I said, "Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't about who has the best swimming pool. So we don't argue. Our pool is better than your pool." You know, we don't do that. What we do is make friends, and at the end of the day, in a secret ballot, people will support their friends. It was, you know, I don't guess anybody ever believes me, Ed, but it was that simple. At the end of the day, in a secret ballot, people support their friends. It's pretty simple, isn't it? It is a uh, basic <laughs> elemental transaction between people. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. How about the role and, of Andy Young in all of oh, this? Unbelievable. I mean, you know, he gave us credibility we would not otherwise have had. I, I'm introducing him uh, Friday night, and of all the things I'm saying, I am most excited about my, you know, three-minute introduction of Andy. I mean, it is powerful, and it says exactly who he is and what he did for us. And I think when you hear me when you hear me introduce him, you know I will have just answered the question that that you just asked me. And um, I just hope I can deliver it with all the conviction and, and and love that I have for him. You couldn't have won without somebody like Andrew Young making his forays around the no. world. No, oh, of course not. Uh, we couldn't have won without Andy. We couldn't have won. Uh, without the Atlanta Nine, there, there, you know, there's three or four separate components that had any one of them been missing, we couldn't have won without the already highly developed and exceedingly talented Atlanta Volunteer Corps. You know, we didn't have to invent volunteerism here. When we wanted to do a race for everybody, we knew 10,000 people would show up. So, you know, in that sense, that made an incredible, incredible impression on everybody. So there, you know, there are four or five components that without that person or that group, we would not have won, and surely he's at the top of the list. And the, the, the people of Atlanta, in, the, in recent bidding for the games episodes that mm-hmm. we've had, mm-hmm. public support has been lacking for some Olympic bids. That's been a, become a real issue for some cities. It was a problem for Boston. 
But right. Atlanta never seemed to have that no, kind of a question. I, you, about no, the, I don't think so. And, uh, you know, first of all, the what you explain that in several ways. Number one, because it was Atlanta. You give this community a challenge and you ask us, give us an opportunity to shine on a world stage, uh, we're going to do it well. So that's number one. Number two, uh, as I said, you know, we had, you know, there's so many things that describe Atlanta, the most dynamic city of the, you know, the, the, the last several decades in the whole United States, uh, the most progressive city, so proud of our, of our diverse racial heritage. I mean, we had all the component parts. But on top of that, we had amazingly friendly people who were able to make friends with the Olympic family. And was there any, there was never any hint of opposition about the Atlanta games, about why Atlanta would benefit, what? Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure there was some of that, Ed. Um, it wasn't part of the story, though, here. No, you know, you kinda, I say I'm sure there was, because, you know, we all, we all fall prey of hearing what you want to hear, you know? <laughs> and so, I don't remember much of that background noise, at least, uh, to the extent it was there, we 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 overcame it quite easily and, and and quickly. And I think, you know, as you recall, and I don't know, you could, I had one advantage that folks don't have now. I mean, you know, I was able to say, probably before I knew it was true, don't worry about it. The private sector is going to pay for these games. Yeah. Uh, just a brief word, if you can, about your your prime competition back in uh, for 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 '96 was was Athens, Greece. Uh huh. What do uh-huh. you What do you remember about uh, campaigning against Athens and being worried yeah. that uh, maybe the IOC Samaranch, for example, was uh-huh. in favor of Athens? Well, yes, of course, we heard that all along. You know, various times that he was favoring various people. And I remember at certain times it would upset me more than at others. I mean, you know, all we wanted, what we hoped for, I can't say insisted upon because we had no right to insist upon anything. What we hoped for was a clean slate where the city who made the best case uh, for the games, uh, would be selected to host the games and that it would not be an ordained type decision. And that's what we hope for. I think I had several conversations with President Samaranch about that during the years of the bid. And I think that's exactly what we got is, is persuasive as the argument was to, to conduct the, uh, the 100th anniversary of the modern games in Athens. And I, even I thought that had a wonderful sound to it. It was indeed a competition, and we were afforded a fair chance, as was everybody, and we were fortunate to prevail. Looking looking back now, it's 25 years since that's happened, almost 20 years Ooh. since the Atlanta Ooh. Olympics. Uh-huh. A lot of people have come and go in this city. Uh, things have, have changed. Does, does Atlanta still remember, regard the Olympics here as they should? The answer, I think, is yes, and um, of course, it's a legacy, and you know, legacies endure for as long as there are people who remember uh, it happening, and I think there are sufficient of those still around. In terms of the actual 
recollection of the games, you can count on one or two hands the number of times in these 20 years since the games, the number of days that somebody did not walk up to me and start telling me about their recollection of the games. And it's not because they see me as famous or anything. I immediately remind them, you know, of what they were doing during the games. And to this day, I mean, it's like a miracle. Sometimes I say, well, I'm going down the elevator one more time. I wonder if it's going to happen, and I'll be damned it happens. So I think the fact that we pull this off, had this opportunity, is, yes, still in the consciousness of the citizenry of Atlanta. And what, therefore, you know, and, and so we need to remember that when we set our mind to do something, we can do it. And I don't know that we have to do it on the scale of an Olympics, but it's a pretty powerful statement about our about our community. And it was uh, a drama leading up to the games with different controversies and challenges that you face, challenges oh, during the games man. itself. Yeah, listen, I've been, um, people have asked me a million times, um, you know, is it tough? You know, is it tough running the, uh, it must be tough running a sporting event, the significance of the Masters or something. And I said, listen, compared to the Olympics, it's, it's really nothing. Because then I go through, I said, you know, the Olympics, every single decision was, you know, it was a 51-49. Every time you decided to put this venue there, 49% of the people disagreed. Or maybe 51 disagreed. But it was always, you know, that margin on either side. You know, these people uh, are chosen to build this venue. Uh, Ticketing is done this way. I mean, the Olympics is, you know, it's an experience in trying to make the right decision in the face of almost the certainty that other people, constituents, will have a differing point of view. And as far as the games go, uh, a little bit of bump in the road for you at the start, the the, the bombing, but still overall. Oh, 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 yeah, you know, listen, Ed, and this is, I have taken this experience through my sporting career since the, since the Olympics. Journalists see different things at different times, mostly under the veil of how they perceived it at the beginning. And... So some of them are complimentary, others are critical, some are right, some are wrong, and that has nothing to do with doing the best you can do, inspiring your community, and having uh, what I consider to be a very successful game. Every Olympics has bumps in the road, everyone, and it just, it's, a, it's more in the front of your consciousness when it's your Olympics, but they all have it, so, you know. Our games were fantastic. I was so proud of Atlanta, mostly of the people. The athletes had a spectacular time. Nobody had a bad experience here except some of the journalists that missed the bus. And I presume that the answer to this question is, was it worth it all? Of course. You know, you know what I think. I take it even out of the sporting context. The uh, what makes it worthwhile is that we dreamed an improbable dream, and the collective talent of our community made it come true. And the beauty of that statement is the definition of collective. 
and that is all across the board, governmentally, the citizens, the athletic community, the university community. I mean, everybody pulled in the same direction. It was, it, it was a thing of beauty. The United States is about to launch a new bid for the uh, Olympic Games from Los Angeles. Right. Along right. with five other cities, Paris, uh, uh-huh. Italy, Budapest, uh, Rome, wow. Hamburg. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think, you know, you can, you can be, uh, allowed to be, uh, in favor of Los Angeles as a, as a U.S. candidate? What do you, th- what do you of think? Of course. You know, I mean, you know, you I'm always the, in, I'm always in favor of the games returning to America. I mean, always. And, uh, I think it's time, you know, I, you know, every so many years, I think it's a good thing. And, um, I think, of course, Los Angeles has more experience, I guess, than anybody. And a lot of those people are still around and, um, will be contributors, uh, to this bid and this effort. So, um, I'm all, you know, I'm excited about the prospects of the, of the Los Angeles bid. That was Around the Rings editor Ed Hula speaking with Billy Payne, former ACOG president, about the 25th anniversary of Atlanta winning the 1996 Olympic Games. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.